0: yeah yeah welcome to episode seven of the lunchroom chatter podcast i'm your host johnny shows so last week i spoke to you guys about marriage and how short is too short of a wait until marriage and also how long is too long to wait for your man to propose to you have you been in a relationship for 10 years and you still have not received that ring well this week um i received some responses in regards to that topic last week so what i'm gonna do is um I'm going to play those responses and um, I'm going to respond to those responses. And um, this week we are staying on marriage. We are talking about what I believe is the four different types of marriage proposals. I believe there is the I want to be with you forever proposal. That is the genuine proposal. That is the proposal that most women want. That is the proposal that women dream of when they envision their man getting down on one knee that is the proposal that that means your man is genuinely in love with you now every woman does not receive that proposal that is when we get to the other three which is the sympathy proposal we have the insecure proposal and we have the pressured proposal so today we talked talking about marriage the whole episode, man. So stay tuned. Episode 7, Lunch Room Chatter Podcast, baby. Welcome to episode 7. And um, those of y'all who listen weekly, y'all know last week I spoke about marriage in regards to how short was too short of a wait and also how long was too long of a wait. But there's one problem. I am a guy. And the fact that I host this podcast by myself, sometimes my opinions may seem a bit biased. So I went out and um, I got the opinions of two of my very good friends, Becca Morgan and Savannah. Um, I wanted to know how they felt about marriage in regards to if they thought, you know, getting married too soon was bad. And um, how long is too long of a wait until marriage? So here goes their responses, Becca, Morgan, and Savannah.
1: Hey, John, so a friend of mine and I were talking recently about dating in today's world and the struggles that he's witnessed from friends of his who are going through divorce or are in serious committed relationships but haven't necessarily gotten married. And he explained that from his perspective, as a man who's been in a serious relationship for a decade and been married for about five years, of that decade, he explained what he's seen is that women marry for love, and men marry whoever they're with when they're ready to get married. I'm not entirely sure that I agree with this, um, but a portion of it seems like it could be realistic. I was wondering what you thought about it.
2: Okay. I think that a year is too soon. I think that two years is the absolute minimum and this is why um people change with the seasons and i think that you should do two of every season with a person before you can say like you have a good understanding of them you you understand them and accept them winter spring summer fall you kind of know their flaws by that time. I think that's that's pretty dope, especially if you guys are moving in together around this time. By the third year, I think it should be in the talks if it hasn't already come up within that second year. And if you guys aren't talking about it within the third year, somebody got to bring it up.
0: Now, um, in response to Becca, I agree with about 80 percent of that. And I say that because I mean, I believe that women do marry for love, not all women, because as I say every single week, we are in twenty nineteen and the shit is kind of everything is kind of mixed and matched now to where a lot of women do say yes to marriage, even when they know the guy is not a great match, but because he proposed and now you can say you are married. A lot of women say yes, like just for that, because women they have friends and as we know whether they want to admit it or not not all but a lot of women compete with their friends so for example say a woman has four to five friends and all of her friends are married and she is the only single one or the one who is in a relationship but is not married a lot of the times she feels down about that why are all my friends married but i'm not so she could have a man that ain't shit a guy that treats her okay but not great but she'll say yes to marriage just for the simple fact she can now say she is married and now i'm a guy but i believe that and you guys can dm me on instagram if i am wrong at nyc underscore story 718 but i i believe that as um as a young girl when you're like in maybe elementary middle school Especially high school You envision yourself being married And now You know You don't know exactly Who you are are going to marry But you just envision it You envision that That nice wedding Your father walking you down the aisle Or your friends there The bouquet getting thrown Your friends catching the fucking bouquet of flowers You envision that shit The fairy tale shit So sometimes the guy might not be for you, but you say yes anyway. But then a lot of women do marry for love. A lot of guys can put up this great persona to where they come off as amazing. And that goes back to my other point that it may be too soon to notice a guy's true nature because not enough time has passed. And that's where I get into Savannah's point, because I agree Now, sometimes, you know, you marry too soon. But like she said, if it's under two years, then I feel like it's too soon. Now, I am not saying that if you marry under two years, it will not work. That is not what I'm saying. So please don't misquote me and say some dumb shit and hit me up and say, well, you said if you get married, I didn't say that shit. Okay, but I do believe that, you know, you have to be with someone at least two years Minimum. Minimum. Because you know. As Savannah said. Sometimes people's true colors. Don't come out that soon. I told y'all this shit last week. Like sometimes the honeymoon stages. It can be stretched out. See many people believe. That the honeymoon stages last about six months. Maybe a year. But sometimes a guy can put up a great persona. two years now even then you can get married after two years and the guy still be putting up that front to where he seems like he's this great amazing guy but then you hit year three year four everything falls apart but you just don't know that's where you have to be mature and use your best judgment because i mean there's really no right or wrong answer in regards to when you should get married and when you shouldn't get married as as two people you guys have to talk about it understand each other and realize that if you guys truly love each other and you guys understand what a marriage is then you guys just just go for it man if the shit don't work and you guys end up divorcing then i mean at least you guys tried okay you know i don't want to i don't want to come on here and tell people you know if you fall in love within four to five months and the person falls in love with you don't get married because who knows like I said I'm, I'm sure that there are many couples out here who who've gotten married within 6 to 7 months and they are still together 30, 40 years later now I understand you know now it's like a different time period as opposed to how it was back then but with love you never know but I'm, I'm speaking for myself so I do agree with Savannah that you know two years does sound like a a good minimum in regards to when you should get married so i hope you guys you know like i said if you guys have more responses to this topic you guys can just send me a voice message through my link which can be found at nyc underscore story 718 on my instagram appreciate you guys for taking an interest in this topic but let's get into some more shit Welcome back to episode seven, man. Look, um, let's get right into it. So like I said in the intro, this is all my opinion. So let's get that out the way now, because look, I don't need someone DMing me or leaving a comment saying that, oh, well, how do you know there are four types of marriage proposals? This is what I came up with. And this is what I believe. I am not saying that my beliefs should be believed by everybody. So if you listen and you don't agree with what I'm saying, that is fine. But let's get right into the shit. So I feel as if, number one, the proposal that every woman that every woman wants is the I want to be with you forever proposal. In that proposal right there, that's the one that means something. That is the proposal that you dream of from a. From the time you're a young girl That is the proposal you see in movies Where you see a guy who is by a woman's side Who is loving her, who is caring for her Who is going above and beyond to make sure that his woman Is in a great mind state To make sure his woman knows that she is appreciated And when he is 60, 70, 80 years old he still sees himself by her side. That is the genuine. I want to be with you forever proposal. And um, that right there. I mean, obviously that is the best proposal because that is the proposal with a guy. He is 100% sure that you are the person he wants. He is 100% sure that you are the person that he can see himself with Decades later, when he is on his last breath as a man, when he is about to take his last breath on Earth, he wants you by his side. Now, sadly, every woman does not have the honor of receiving that proposal. And I spoke to someone last week who was very close to me. And she said, well, if a guy proposes to a woman, it must mean that he loves her and he cares about her and that is where this topic kind of started because when she said that my response was that's not true men propose for many reasons look if a guy proposes to you i mean i understand the first thing women think about and the first thing women would like to believe is that the guy proposed because he envisions himself with her forever but there are the factors Let's get into proposal number two, which is the sympathy proposal. Now, when I say the sympathy proposal, that is the proposal when your man proposes to you out of guilt. He proposes because maybe he fucked up. Maybe he is not doing what he should be doing as a man. Maybe he cheated on you. Maybe he cheated and you found out he cheated. So the only way to get your man what well, the only way a man can get his woman from leaving or from i guess being angry about the situation is to propose now i have seen that a lot where a man has fucked up or a man has cheated and he goes out his way to propose because he feel that by giving her a ring it makes her feel better it makes her feel appreciated one hundred percent, Because like as a man, like sometimes we know it's like I can't even say we make mistakes because as a man, we know that by cheating, it is not the right thing to do. We know this. Men know before we cheat that by fucking this girl, it is not the right thing to do by any means. But a lot of the times we still do it. Now, can I say why? Um, I don't really have an a answer as to why we do it, but women aren't stupid. So when a man cheats, I mean, about 99% of the time, a guy's gonna fuck up. Now, a guy's like, when men cheat, like, like, are we smart about our cheating? We're not smart about the way we cheat. We cheat recklessly. We might cheat with someone who lives up the street, someone who might know you. And, you know, we end up we end up just collapsing and y'all find out that we cheated. And now when a woman finds out that her man has cheated, a lot of the time she threatens to leave. And now as a man like that hurts, because I would admit that as a man, we do things You know, towards a woman in a relationship that we can't like we can't take it if it was done back to us. We just can't put up with it because like I see a lot of men out here. They cheat probably about three, four times a week. Now, on the flip side, if their woman was to go cheat one time, it's over. Men can cheat nine to ten times a month, but let his woman go cheat one time. The nigga going to throw a bitch fit. He going to act like you cheating is the worst thing that has ever happened to him, even though he has been cheating on you for about five to six months with over about 50 women. But let you cheat one time. It's over. How dare you go out and you cheat on me, woman? How the fuck you going to go out and cheat on me? I'm the man in this house. That is how a lot of men feel And that is a bad way of thinking But once a woman threatens to leave Once a woman threatens To walk away because she found out That we are being unfaithful That is when a lot of women Get the ring They don't get the ring because the guy Feels as if they deserve the ring They get the ring because This is a man's way of saying Hey look, I know I fucked up So to make you feel special and to make you feel more important than a girl I was fucking I'm going to give you a ring now this ring right here will make up for everything I did and a lot of women are so um, I don't want to say desperate a lot of women are so well desperate point blank to be in love and to have that man and to just have that husband and to have this perfect envision of a marriage and to you know to be able to cope, to go online, to be around their friends and to say that, yeah, you know, I'm engaged. My wedding is next week. Like women dream about that day where they <laughs> where they can be around their friends and happily say that they are engaged. And men notice. So a lot of men, we fuck up, but we prey on the fact that we know In 2019, a lot of women long in their desire to be married. So we fuck up because we know at the end of the day, a woman will take a ring just for the sake of taking it. Now, not all women take a ring because a lot of women, they don't play that shit. A lot of women, if you cheat and you fuck up, they gone. Because some women, now, this way guys get it fucked up because men think that every single woman is naive and they're not. Because I know some men who have had great women and now they went outside and they fucked up and they cheated and then they tried to come back with that fucking, hey, look, baby, will you marry me shit? It did not work because the woman, she knew her worth. As a woman, if you know your worth and you know Like, you know exactly what you should get from a man and how a man should treat you. There's no man out here that can walk over you because you're not going to let it happen. So men prey on the woman who may not have as much self-esteem or self-confidence in their self as they should. And that is where the sympathy proposal works, because if you are a woman with high standards and high self-esteem and you know exactly what you are worth to a man the sympathy proposal will never work because if a guy cheats and he fucks up you know deep down that is not the kind of man you deserve if a man hits you and he comes back and tries to propose to you as a way of saying i'm sorry and as a way to make you feel better about i guess his apology in the fact that he is working to become a changed man in that he he envisions himself with you forever. Don't take that shit. Any man who cheats and any man who lays his hand on you should not should not be the man you marry. Now, I understand that, you know, people say that people can change, which is true. Now, I believe that. If someone cheats one time, I mean, maybe they can change, but it's always kind of the lines are always blurred when someone cheats on you and then you take them back because that lets that person know, okay, I can go out here, I can cheat, I can fuck up and she is going to take me back or he is going to take me back. Because once you do it once, people just assume that if the situation comes up again, The outcome will be the same. And that is where you have to understand who you are as a person and you have to set boundaries. You have to let people know, look, if you fuck up, if you treat me in ways that I do not treat you. For example, if I treat you great, if I go above and beyond for you, if I do everything in my power to let you know that I care about you and I don't receive the same respect back from you you are not the person i want to be with so stop letting people guilt you into marriage by having the sympathy proposal we're gonna take a break and when we come back we talked about the insecure proposal and also the pressured proposal so stay tuned man It's going to get good man We're talking talking about some shit today I know a lot of you women Y'all want to be married so bad This is the episode for you I know some of y'all right now are engaged What kind of proposal did you get? Did you get the The well sought after I want to be with you forever proposal Or did you get The other three The proposals where your man He does not want you He wants you for now, and he proposed as a way to make you feel good. So when we come back, we're going to dive into the last two proposals, the insecure proposal and the pressured proposal. Stay tuned, man. Episode seven, you here. You might as well stay. Let's go, man. Welcome back to the lunchroom chatter podcast Let's get into what I feel like I feel as if this is the most Common type of proposal Which is the insecure Proposal now <clears throat> A lot of Women out here are dating insecure men Let's talk about it Now I'm 29 years old Now have I now was I ever A man that was insecure I was but but I am man enough to admit that I am not one of these men who walk around 24 seven and pretend as if nothing bothers me. There was a time in my life when I was one of these insecure men. Um, If you heard my podcast a couple weeks ago, you guys know that when it came to dating, I started dating late. Now some people may have begun dating in middle school, even as early as early high school. I didn't have my first girlfriend officially until my senior year of high school. Now, was I ready to date at that time? I wasn't. But the fact that everything was new, everything was just like it was like this new sense of like just feelings and excitement to where I kind of seen her as my property. And that was a young, naive way of thinking. So every single time she might have been talking to Say, for example, she was talking to like someone who she knew, someone who I knew was only a friend. It's like for some reason, I felt some kind of way about that. Now, was that a kind of insecure man who I guess every time I seen that I caused the argument or I was aggressive or I was disrespectful? I wasn't. I held my insecurities in. And that was the worst because. It made me have like bad thoughts every single day. Every single night when I went home, I just had bad thoughts about the relationship to where she could tell me, for example, "Hey, John, I'm going to the library. And but in the back of my mind, I like I just pictured her with someone else. And I got to a point where about eight months into that relationship where I thought I like I had thought about proposing. I thought that if I propose and this woman is now my fiance, that them thoughts would go away because since I put a ring on her finger, she will no longer look for outside attention from other men. As I said, I was 18 years old. I was young. This was my first ever girl. And I am not too man enough to admit that. A lot of y'all women who listen to this podcast, you guys are in your late 20s, your mid 20s. Even some of you are in your 30s. And you are still dating men who are insecure. Now, I feel if you're insecure, the best way you can go about. I don't want to say overcoming it, but the best way you can go about dealing with it, suppressing it and finding out who you are as a person to where you can be able to better handle certain situations is you have to you have to understand and you have to admit that you are insecure because if you don't then in your mind there is no problem now going back to the marriage stance when men are insecure a lot of the times they propose now This may seem like the last two proposals, that this may seem as if when he proposes, it is the best thing in the world, but he is proposing to you because he sees you as property, not as his wife. I repeat, If a man is severely insecure, when he proposes to you, he proposes because he sees you as his property and he sees the ring as a way to keep you there. He sees the ring as a way to ensure that you will always be faithful because you have something on your finger that is supposed to mean something. Now, is this a fucked up way of even having like a certain mindset? Yes, it is. You are not a man's property. But this is the way insecure men think. And you know. A lot of men will get mad at me. For even admitting this. But that is the truth. A lot of insecure men. Propose because. They see you as property. And and y'all women. Y'all know this. Tell me how many times. Look take a second right now. And think. <clears throat> of how many times. You told your man. Hey look baby. Tonight I'm going out with my girls and your man, his whole attitude changed. I mean, five minutes before your man was laughing, he was smiling, he was joking with you. But as soon as you told your man, I'm going out tonight with my girls, he changed. Now he got an attitude. The stuff you were saying five minutes ago that made him laugh, now makes him angry. He starts talking down on your friends he asks you who you going with. You tell him, I'm going to a party tonight with my homegirl Tisha. And now he calls your he calls your best friend all kinds of names. Oh, you going with that hoe. If she going, then I know she's gonna be fucking. And then by him saying that, he assumes that because your friend may be fast or your friend may be promiscuous, he assumes that and he just he puts that on you not knowing that now are some women insecure i mean are so like are some women i want to say do they cheat when they go out yes but not all women do that but when a man is insecure it kind of don't matter who you're going out with you could be going out with fucking Michelle Obama but if your mind i mean if your man is insecure it could be fucking Michelle Obama it could be Hillary Clinton that's taking you out He is just going to picture a man coming up to you and a man winning over your attention. And that is a bad way of thinking, but do not be fooled by the insecure proposal because y'all woman, y'all know when y'all have a man that is insecure. Y'all know this. Like I said, y'all can't do nothing. You might be at work. Your man might show up to pick you up from work and you are talking to a male co-worker. And what happens? Your man is now jealous. You get in the car because he picked you up, but because he's seen you talking to a male coworker, as soon as you get in that car, now he is not talking. He drives. You say, baby, what's wrong? He says nothing because he is downplaying it because he is holding it in because (laughs) when you get home, he want to start a full blown argument. Now, some men, they will admit it right in the car. You might ask your man what's wrong And he might say some shit like Who was that guy you was talking to Now This question right here when a guy asks you Who is that guy you're talking to It It does not matter what answer you give Because he already has this Assumption of who the guy is So you could say Oh that's my boss That is someone I knew When I was two months old It does not matter. When a guy asks you who another guy is, he automatically assumes that it is a guy you're talking to, a guy you may be flirting with, or a guy you may be fucking. Now, like I said, these are some traits of the insecure men. And now, a lot of y'all females, y'all notice, but some females, they don't because they overlook it when they are like that deep in love, or they just feel as if the guy that they are with is that special but the insecure proposal that is the most common type of proposal because like i said men we cannot take what we give out a man can cheat five times but let a woman go cheat all hell is gonna break loose Hey, look, I understand that I had my dick in five women since Monday, but how dare you open your legs for one man in two years? That is not fair. That is how a lot of men think and men propose. Now, it's what's crazy is that a man can be insecure and assume that you're fucking someone else but the whole time he is fucking someone else And that's the scary part A lot of men are jealous Because they assume That you are doing something But the whole time They are doing the same thing That they don't want you to do And that's crazy But that's that's just the way it works And I have no answer for why Like why it's like that I will admit It is fucked up that That is even a thing But That's just how men are And me being a man That is something that You know I've learned to work on You know Since I was 18 years old And now Now Everybody Has some kind of Jealousy In some kind of way Now it don't mean It does not mean That you're insecure But jealousy That's a common factor In a relationship But there's good jealousy And there's like the the over-the-top, the the angry jealousy. And what you don't want is to be the person that is insecure, that is jealous to where you start fights every single time. But like I said, the insecure proposal, that is the most common type of proposal. Now, the next proposal is just it's called the pressured proposal. This is going to be quick because the pressured proposal is when a man proposes to you because you put so much pressure on him to propose. So he fit to where he feels like he has no other choice but to give you a ring. Now, a female, her friends may be getting married and You guys may have been in a relationship for about five to six years and he has yet to give you a ring. So now you start sending hints. You start giving him ultimatums as to, well, you know, if if um if 2019 is over and I still don't have a ring, then you know I don't know if we still gonna if if we still gonna work. If 2019 finishes and I do not have a ring, this relationship might not go on because why am I with you for seven years and you have not got down on one knee? Now you are putting pressure on him. You are letting him know that there is a shot clock. Like Ella, like, what's, the, what's the bitch's name, Ella Like she said, shot clock, nigga. Tick, tick, tick. You only got so much time left now to give me a ring. Five years of waiting. I'm tired of being patient. Give me the ring, nigga. And that is where you get the pressured proposal that is where a man proposes to you not because he wants to be with you but because you put so much pressure on him to where there is no option left so I know that every woman out here likes to believe that they have got the I want to be with you forever proposal that is not the case and I feel bad because every single female out here deserves that proposal so stay tuned for final thoughts I told y'all, man, this episode was going to be a quick episode because I had a, a conversation last week with a female and we got real in in depth about this topic. And I feel like at the end of it, it gave her more understanding into the male psyche because she has a friend who has a man that went to jail. I think I believe he turned himself in. About three weeks ago, but two days before he went to jail, he proposed. And that right there, I believe, was the insecure proposal because before he went to prison, he kept telling her, hey, look, I'm going to prison for a few years. Please don't fuck nobody else. Please don't cheat on me. And then a couple days later, magically, that's when he has the ring because like i said he wants to make her his property to where now that she has the ring she can't cheat because she has the ring that is the ultimate like that is the plateau of a relationship now the fact that he has a few years in prison i believe she's gonna cheat i really do but I hope today you guys learned about the four types of proposals, which is number one, the best one that I want to be with you forever proposal. Then we have the sympathy proposal. Then we have the insecure proposal. And then we have the pressured proposal. So when you get proposed to you, like, I mean, when a guy proposes to you, take a second and think about what I said. Like everything that goes on in you guys relationship Think about like the traits of the proposal. I mean, the traits of your relationship. Think about how the guy interacts with you on a daily basis. Think about just how he treats you overall. And you'll know which proposal you got because some women they know that they get the sympathy proposal, but they automatically make believe that the proposal they got was the I want to be with you forever proposal because like I said that is the proposal that makes you feel good about yourself nobody wants to believe that someone who they love has proposed to them for other reasons aside from wanting to spend the rest of their life together I'll be back with final thoughts this is episode seven lunchroom chatter pod
1: on women know where the party is I made the right choices Now it's obvious They see the diamond blueprint and try to copy us I went and got my life in order They still the sloppiest I just thank God that I'm focused and on top of shit I was never jealous watching other niggas popping shit Working while I wait on God's timing I just polish God's diamond While they talking, I'm grinding I'm in sun and I'm shining I'ma keep my hands dirty Feed my Glock 30 And stay so committed I'ma win and I'ma get it Cause I...
3: So, in a two or three, got yeah. the fire burning deep inside of me. I've been doing my thing in a pen.
1: Netflix and Hulu It'll never happen Dreams only work if you do People working 40 hours Me, I'm working 80 So don't be getting jealous When my chicken come with gravy Y'all niggas not gonna play me Try man, I might go crazy No further warning I'm up all night And I'ma hustle to the morning I'm about this music main Making people notice me Can't do without it I be feeling like I'm Jodeci I gotta do what I do to survive And I'll be fine I got my time I got my mind I got my drive I got my hustle
3: you yeah. the 213 got the fire burning deep inside of me fire. I've been doing my thing independently yeah yeah
0: This right here is Boogus Jealousy featuring Alexi Blue. Thank you guys for coming this week. Thank you guys for checking out my podcast. You guys be safe. Have a good week. And always, if you love somebody, make sure you tell them you love them. Life is too short. You guys be safe. Love y'all.